Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. So come on by, check out emc2learning.com. Well Played is a part of On Podcast Media Network, and they are a great network to check out. Definitely do so. So let's dive straight into the new Season 6, Episode 3. And today it is a solo uh, podcast. I told you this season was going to be a kind of a mix of both. Hoping to have more of the guests returning. But today, today it is just me, and we are discussing the idea of history, traditions mixed with I don't know, meaningful, uh, I don't know, being connected, I guess, right? Connected to our past. And this is something that I think gamification does so well. And schools do really well as the school, but not necessarily as the classroom. And I think this is a mess. And this is what this podcast is about. Hopefully, you share this podcast with your friends and tell them to join the sort of this well played community. As always, I want to remind you that we can use the hashtag wellplayedpodcast if you want to sort of comment in and share your ideas. I like it. I've seen a few more posts. I think the first episode we had one post there. I know it's not so much, but uh, this past episode, uh, I think we had like three or four people sort of comment on the show there, and it's so great to hear from you guys and see you join in the conversation. Okay, so... A little context here. In this particular show, we're going to look at sort of three quotes that talk about history and tradition and past. And I want to couple that with some of these gamification concepts. All right. And we are, we're going to start here with one by Marcus Garvey. A people without the knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. Okay, so now, how does that apply to a gamified class? Well, I think where a gamified class can do really well is if you guys stick with the same theme, right? The same storyline. I know a lot of you out there love to sort of change it, change it, change it, give a fresh coat of paint, fresh coat of paint. And I think that's awesome in terms of what it allows us to do. And if you're trying to land on that right topic for you, obviously, if last year's topic, you felt boxed in, yes, change it. But if you're just changing it for change sake, I'd, I'd really recommend sticking with it because uh, it allows kids to feel connected, right? They understand that for in my experience, right, when they are part of this class, when they say, ooh, I am an Illyrian, and they can look back on the, the leaderboards, and this is where records play a key role here. They can look back and see, oh, how many times has Illyria won the Game Realm of Nobles? What is Illyria's total points ever? Their running total. That's kind of cool to see that, you know, over the decades of playing this, millions of points have been earned. Uh, that's so cool. And now it's their part, right? They they are here. They're part of this. And kind of on that quote here, I'm going to immediately move to the second quote here because they kind of go hand in hand here, even with that tree theme here. Uh, Michael Krechen says, if you don't know history, then you don't know anything, period. Uh, I'm going to say, I would say full stop, but we have one more piece here. You are a leaf that doesn't know it's part of a tree. 
And this is that, you know, topic in education right now about belonging is really huge. We want kids to understand that they, that, that today, my, my partner, John always talks about it. John Meehan says, you know, I want kids to know that it's fundamentally different here in my class because you showed up. And they need to understand that they are part of a larger system, that larger system being the school district, eventually just the school itself, eventually just the classroom. And that classroom piece, the most intimate of all pieces, sometimes loses that that connection, right? Because we don't necessarily keep histories of our classrooms. We just kind of like, yeah, you're you're this year's crop of sixth graders for me. But in a gamified class, right, they're not only this year's crop of sixth graders and, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's they're this year's crop of sixth graders and you, you before me are the house of Illyria. You have a long line, a tradition that dates back before you were born because I've kept this up for so long. That's crazy to say. Uh, and that, that's a fun one that hit me this year that some of these things go beyond their lifetime and that this is now their station their mark their their chance to be part of this larger thing that's so cool and it's so fun to see kids kind of let that marinate in their mind uh and i want them to know that they're part of this tree and if we're going to extend that metaphor my classroom happens to be the branch right and it, they are now part of that branch. And then that branch is part of the history of, in my case, Realm of Nobles. So that branch is on that trunk and that trunk goes down into the roots and that roots is the community, the school in general. And I think a great way to have them feel welcomed is for them to feel both different and same at the same time. This, this, uh, paradox of being different and same at the, at the in the same moment is is what's missing right so the same in that they are connected to this this heritage this piece but different at the same point is that they are part of this tree right that not all sixth grade around the world are doing the same world history that I am doing they're part of this tree right so both different and sort of connected at the same time. And I love that, right? They, I don't know if I'm too heady. I don't know if I'm way out in left field here, but I, I hope those that do gamification can kind of maybe chime in on the hashtag well-played podcast because that's it. It's that they, it's this crazy thing. They get excited. They get proud of being part of Illyria. They get proud of what's happened in their classrooms. They get excited about entering that space, entering into that arena. And then at the same time, they feel so connected to the people around them. They are part of that branch. Things are fundamentally different because they know they're part of that branch, which is part of the tree, which has the roots. It's so powerful. Now, this this topic, where did this topic come from? Like maybe I should have started there. But this topic for me came when I'm in the middle of my Greece unit now. And in my Greece unit, we do these, we do this Greek Olympics around it. And 
What that means is I do some minute to win it challenges. They're nothing academic necessarily, but it takes five minutes or whatever. And it's so fun and it gets kids kind of fired up and it's a, it's a good time. But I do these minute to win it challenges. And in the spirit of this podcast, it was really cool for me to kind of recognize that from year one, I've been doing this now 14 years and many of the minute to win it challenges remain the same. I've added some, I've dropped some, but I don't know. There's at least 10 minute to win it challenges that have stand stood the test of time. So cool to also since year one have a world record. Like immediately when I did this, I'm like, we have to document these records. And every year I've been good at documenting everything like who won each year, like because uh, in the Olympics, three points is for a gold, two points for a silver, one point for a bronze. So I've tracked who won. I've tracked how many gold, silver, bronzes each year, each city state has earned. And then I have a spreadsheet that totals it all up so kids can see, oh, wow, like over the years playing this, Athens has 200 gold medals. That's pretty cool. I want to win a gold medal. Right, so there's that connection to history, uh, and the other day, one of my world records goes back to the first year. Another one goes back to like the second year I did. Another one goes back to the third and fourth, and then some of them are a mix in the middle, and some are just as early as last year. But if you go all the way back to the beginning, that is a 14 year record. I teach 11 and 12 year olds. I have a 14-year-old record, a 13-year-old record, a 12-year-old record, uh, and then, like I said, I have a bunch of other ones. But so cool to, like, invite them to a game and say, like, you're going to play this. I connect it to the stats, right? So not only do I tell them that this is a 12-year-old record, but I also take a moment to say, like, hey, this is held by Joey. Uh, I tell him, like, great guy. Like, I remember teaching Joey. uh, And... Then I tell them like the score that they have to beat. I remind them that the Olympic records to beat and to put your name up there, you have to beat it. The tie goes to the older record. And there's just this awesome moment when you tell them that this is your entire life existence. This thing has stood the test of time. Going to our third quote and final quote in this episode it's kind of a different take right is one by i absolutely love this guy his name's william durant he interesting guy right pre i mean he has since passed but william durant is uh the former editor chief editor of the encyclopedia britannica right back like when there wasn't really the internet as we see it now so what an interesting, I mean, like to be the guy that edited, you know, cheap editor to the encyclopedia when that was the internet of knowledge at the time. Uh, he has a bunch of interesting books. Uh, I've read a few, uh, but here's a great quote by him. The past, no, sorry. <laughs> I already read it wrong. The present is the past rolled up for action. And the past is the present unrolled for understanding. This fits my Olympics, right? 
The present is the past rolled up for action. You need to make a decision in this moment. What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? Why are you going to do it? You're going to take all the knowledge of the past and roll it up, compress it, if you will, to help spring you forward to make a decision. And the past is that present moment because history repeats itself. The difference in humanity today versus a thousand years ago versus 3,000 years ago. We have the same push-pull mechanisms happening in our mind and our bodies and our souls. And so the past is the present moment unrolled for understanding. Why do I like what I like? Why am I here? Why does it matter? Well, you're just unrolling to understand. You're unrolling this present moment into the past to understand it. And I say all that to say this is where records in your games, in your classrooms matter. So whatever you do, let's let's take something not history. I'm going to show you how this can work for any class. Let's take an English class. Let's say you have kids pledge to read so many books. Document how many books they read this year. Document how many pages they read. Like set up an easy Google form for them to say like finished a book. It has this many pages. Uh, It's this genre, right? All of those categories, every little data point you make them input on that spreadsheet gives you a stat, right? Because now at the end of the year, you can say, whoa, we read, you know, as a class, let's say I teach a third grade class or something. As a class, we read 27 mysteries. Mysteries seem to be your favorite. That's kind of cool. Whoa, as a class, this is where big data, big numbers come in. As a class, you guys read 14,000 pages. Now your third grade class is going to get like mind blown by that, right? Now imagine going into next year, just with those two stats, just those two stats, going into your second year with with this data. So while it won't be super cool, you don't have 12 years of data or 14 years of data like I do, but you have data. And that is, in and of itself is interesting. Now share that data with the students. Say like, oh man, welcome. We're going to do this. Do We're going to do this reading challenge. We're going to pledge to do some books this year. Uh, let me share with you. Last year, we read 14,000 pages. Hey guys, you don't get to 14,000 pages because you have like one Uber reader in your class. It's the fact that, hey, we have 25 kids in this room. And it's the fact that all of you pull your weight. And that there are, yes, some that are super readers that love to read and read all the time, but that will not get us to 14,000 pages read. That it only comes from you guys putting in the work, all of you putting in the work and doing what you can. Doing what you can and doing the best you can. Those are two key motivators there. And then you can also say, last year's class, super love mysteries. They read 20, whatever I said in this podcast, 27 mysteries or whatever. That doesn't mean they have to go out and read 27 mysteries, but I wonder what your top category is going to be. I wonder how many of your categories are. Are we going to be one a class that really like spreads out and likes a bunch of things? That is where stats can be both inspiring. It's that William Durant quote, right? That is the present is the past rolled up for action. What are the decisions we're going to make, right? I've given you the past. Now, how are you going to spring into action? The present moment any given moment is that past unrolled for understanding. So like, well, what did the other classes do? Like, oh, to get to 14,000 pages, ah, that was means they were reading about a book a week, all of them. Oh, okay. Like now these third graders can put that in their head, right? 
understanding. So, or you can tell the tale of like, well, but I had this one student who didn't really read a lot, but then on spring break, checked out 10 books and read 10 books and came back and told us about it. Uh, those stats matter. And again, they make us feel connected together. We're all part of the story. It makes you feel like this is your time on the stage. That is huge, right? It's your moment on the stage. If it is merely, you know, here is work to be done. You welcome to third grade. We need to read. That's that's running on a treadmill versus actually like, I don't know, running on a basketball court. Both are exercise, but one has sort of a direct purpose. And you feel connected to something. Other people play basketball, right? On the treadmill, I am just going to run. On the basketball court, I have the possibility to score the most points ever. I have the possibility to hit the most three points. I have the possibility to do the best I've ever personally done on the free throw line. I have the possibility of making that end game shot where like you fire it off three quarters of the court away and you make it. You could break it down by quarter. This is the most I've ever scored in the first quarter. The most I've ever scored in the second. Most I've ever scored in the first half. Right? All of those stats gives you sort of motivation where on the treadmill, there isn't too many factors other than the distance you ran and the time it took you, which are stats. And those are stats, again, showing you, proving you the point, even on the boring treadmill, those stats matter. They give us a direction, they give us a motivator, and they give us something to think about and do. And I would love it if in in this podcast, you've come to realize the power of history, the power of some stats in your class. So take a moment, catalog some spots, some area in your life, in your world, in your class, in which you could add these sort of meaningful or not so meaningful stats, but they're motivating stats. So they make you feel connected. So I would love it if you do that. That's all we have for today's well-played podcast. I am so glad you guys made it this week to the podcast and are joining us i want to thank each and every one of you for joining each and every week as always i'd love it if you shared this podcast with others in your community so that we can grow the well-played podcast network and as always i would love for you to check out emc2learning.com and join in all the fun you can see all the new things that i'm creating and doing with john on there it's a great platform And if you could, I hope you enjoy your week and that you play on.